Hey guys, what's up? This is Gabriel Machered, and welcome to show number 27 of the ASL podcast, ASL show. And this is going to be one of the series of the ASL mistakes. This is number seven, and it's all about technically not putting some effort in getting reviews. Reviews are vital, and we're going to see why. Let's get ready to rock and roll. Okay, holy cow. For the record, that intro, it took me like 20 times. I don't know why I was literally saying the intro and I was forgetting the ASL mistake over and over and over. So yeah, ASL mistake number seven is all about not having a review strategy. And this is something that I battle with clients all the time because technically we invest millions of dollars in many cases uh, to develop an app. Um, App marketing, app companies are trying to literally build, I mean, empires based on one mobile app. But when I ask product managers or I ask the CEO or whoever it is, what is your plan with reviews? How are we driving reviews to the app? There's absolutely zero, zero, zero plans whatsoever. It's almost like you leave it organic. It's almost like it's completely drifting out there and there's no real plan to to get them. Now, I'm not talking about the whole idea of push notifications where you annoy me nonstop and beg me to get a review. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about having certain level of KPI to understand, hey, we need to get X amount of reviews per week minimum, but our goal should be this. Those KPIs with reviews don't really exist nowadays. And many companies are trying to, to shift and trying to build the responsibility of getting reviews to someone in the team. Who usually does that? I mean, that's a great question. Could be the ASO person, could be the marketing person, could be the social media, um, I mean, person, could be an intern. I don't know. I, I don't really care. My concern is that we are technically not understanding that reviews are absolutely vital for us to increase our ranking in the App Store. So we spend all this time doing key research using these tools that are, I mean, they are expensive tools and they're, they're practical, they're useful, they're important, but we don't spend one single penny in getting these reviews or understanding how many do we need or what we can actually do to get them. Now, the, the, the challenge in fairness and to give some slack to, to app companies is that to get reviews is not easy. It's actually a nightmare. And in reality, users don't love to leave reviews, okay? No one goes and is like, hey, I'm going to post a review because I feel bored. Those kind of users are the hardcore fans that absolutely love the app. And it's not really likely that we can expect that to be a natural event. And that's how we're going to get reviews. So we have to be proactive in our way of getting reviews. And this proactive, needs it means that we have to think out of the norm. We cannot try to just use software. We cannot just try to use push notifications. We have to go out there and find our users and tell them, hey, we need your help. We need reviews. How do we do that? I mean, usually people say, well, we can post on Facebook. But I mean, the problem is that Facebook fan page has very little reach. And we can post on Instagram, same situation. So the best thing to do is technically to have a plan where we can reward people that are leaving reviews without breaking the rules of the App Store that it will mean that we're paying for reviews. We're not paying for reviews, but we want to be able to find some type of social media activity, contest, viral action that will represent that at some stage during the process, during that contest, during that event, 
we're going to get a review. And in reality, what we want to do is we want to invite people to review our app in a friendly way, in other way where they're technically under stress or actually reviewing because in many cases, the review is the only way to get attention. So that means is that for the normal user, leaving a review, usually if it's negative connotation, it's almost like blasting on a public forum. It's almost like ranting versus dealing with customer support. And in many cases, they're doing it because they are upset, not because they truly want to affect the ranking of the app. In reality, the users have no freaking idea the consequence of a bad review. So what we want to try to do is have a proactive action to say, hey, if at some stage we had, let's say, a flow of bad reviews because we made a mistake, because one update went, went wrong, what is in our arsenal right now to be able to generate 100, 200, 300 reviews? And what are we going to do next month to get more reviews. I mean, I think the increase of reviews needs to be part of your marketing plan, needs to be part of your ASO plan. And if you have a team doing ASO, doing SEO, doing paid traffic, why not start brainstorming? At least I'm not asking you to implement, I mean, from the get-go or just find a magic solution, but at least brainstorming and have a goal of saying, hey, listen, we need at least minimum 20 to 100 or whatever is the number reviews per week or per month to be able to, I mean, to keep up the good work and also at some stage to have more reviews than our competitors. So it's not easy, but one of the things that I really suggest is that to spend some time, talk with your team, or if you're a solo, I mean, solopreneur, is ask yourself the questions, is what am I doing to get reviews? How many reviews do I need to get per month? And what am I going to try to do, even as an experiment, to achieve that? It's all about getting reviews and actually getting those little brownie points from the App Store regards ASO. And obviously, social proof is a great way to start it. So this is show number 27. This was mistake number seven of not paying attention to reviews in the App Store for ASO purpose. I'll see you on the next show here at the ASO podcast. See ya.